Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This could, could all go horribly wrong at any minute. And the rubber chicken says... <laughs> well, there are no rubber turkeys because they're not funny. But what would I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. Well, that's something that's not very controversial for a chicken. Well, no, I know it. You don't have to be controversial. Well, I, it's, I'm sorry, but I think it's a good idea. I did not think about rubber turkeys. Maybe we should start making them. All right, we won't make them, okay? I've got, hey, I've no time for this, okay? Well, you made your point about the rubber turkey, and I certainly wouldn't be working with one, and you shouldn't feel like I might be. But we've got to get on, my friend. With Rantcast number 107 entitled, Is Twitter in the Shitter? Um, and I have no idea. I don't really know. And it, 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 it is just, uh, it, it's madness. That's what the discussion. There's, there's what we do. You give $44 billion extra. That's what he needed to leverage out, to, to buy Twitter. Um, because, uh, you know, when you, when you can't buy another home, you buy another corporation. I, I, the whole thing is madness. You know, at some point, somebody the other day in one of the things that I read on um, during the, uh, the rant is due, it's, well, how come we're spending $54 billion on uh, the Ukraine and we're not putting it toward Social Security? Well, we, again, I said we've got enough money for both. And the reason we got enough money for both is we have people with an, psychotic amounts of money who, who just start playing with it, and he's one of them. 
I don't know what he's doing. We're going to have a vote to see whether the former leader gets to uh, to be on Twitter. I mean, come on. And then you fire people, you bring them back, you throw them in, you you you, uh, you ask them to, you know, you better be able to work 5,000 hours a week because, you know, got, what the, come on. Son of a bitch. You, you take over a company, you got no idea of what the fuck you're going to do? You're going to bring freedom of speech back? Really? So, and what is freedom of speech? And, and, and to you, you know, it's what, you can just say, you can spew anything. You can make shit up. You know, the earth is fucking flat. Son of a bitch. And he's got rockets and he's got Tesla and good for him. Okay, I'm thrilled that they're entrepreneurs. But there just comes a point where the fact of the matter is, is that uh, a lot of what goes on here has to do with whether we like it or not, um, the the government of the United States providing the roads, the et cetera, the et cetera, the et cetera. I'm not going to go sit here and list it for you, okay? But there's a ton of stuff. You want me to do it? I'll do it next time. I don't have the energy and the time today, okay? But I finally get to take a bit of a break. But for God's sake, they get to use, I mean, Amazon uses these roads, all right, as a perfect example. And and it's, it's between the feds and the states. And they should have a certain amount of point where you kind of go, it's a privilege to fucking, to, to pay a tax. I'm sorry, especially when you got a gazillion dollars and you don't need it all. So you can buy yourself a little bauble called, you know, called goddamn Twitter. Unbelievable. And and, uh, and I just got started. But part of the reason I'm, you know, enraged is, is that uh, it's not so much that both of them, uh, the ghost of Christmas past and the former leader made the decision they're going to, they're basically kind of announcing this week in their own fashions that they're they're running again. We just finished with it. Okay, give us 10 minutes. Give us Thanksgiving. Give us a break before you start this idiocy. Now that uh, the, uh, the, the, the congressional elections are over, I'm sure, you know, both the Democrats and the Republicans will start asking for money for their presidential elections. Stop it. Give people a break. Huh? Why don't you ask them over the next, you know, six weeks to kind of give money to a variety of organizations that truly need it? All right. And for the folks who really are suffering at this point, start asking for money and start asking for our attention. Fuck you. Give us a goddamn break from your senselessness. Okay. Let's try to accomplish something now. Let's try to move forward. I'm irritated. Am I fucking irritated? I'm irritated because it's fucking, you, you, it's, it, it's just too, it's too cold. Fucking unreal. You know, it's just, oh, now it's going to be, we're not even going to have a moment of just kind of, it's, you know, just, oh, it's in the upper 40s and it's, you put on a coat, it's kind of comfortable. No, it's got to have a, the, the wind chill and the, 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 and the brutality of what, <laughs> brutality, it's, you know, but the the insane amount of snow in Buffalo, you know, where the, the the weather's just like a madhouse at this point. And I'm 
I, and and I, I keep thinking, God, you know, because I'm getting older. Yes, I know it's a shock. It's, a, it's certainly a shock to me that uh, that the cold sucks more. And you'll find that out. Oh, boy, you're going to find it out unless you're one of those. That, well, there's that hardy stock that lives on the edge of frostbite uh, all over the country. So I'm sure not for you. But for me, this drop. To go from all of a sudden it was nice to all of a sudden go it was shitty, it was it was it was too much, just too much, and uh, I've not responded well. And uh, you know, and it's it, it you know it's just a a little nip in the air would be nice, you know, as opposed to me having to take a lot of nips in order to, in order to kind of warm myself up, and. Uh, that's the way we're, we're rolling. In. And Thanksgiving this year, every Thanksgiving, as you, uh, as I've uh, talked about in the in in the book, uh, uh, I'm dreaming of a black Christmas. Uh, every Thanksgiving, uh, my friend uh, years ago, my friend Neil and I made the decision to leave the country every year for two reasons. One. Um, at that point, it was it seemed ludicrous to stay around and have our mother's Thanksgiving meals because they were terrible, um, and and both of our families, in a way, were not big on Thanksgiving. After a while, it wasn't a big holiday. We were you know older now, and uh, we would see him at a variety of times during the year. And it's right on Christmas, it is coming, so we're Chinooka, and um, and so. Uh, we made the decision, you know, get the hell out of here. Um, so we didn't have to deal with, with anybody's Thanksgiving and, and get out of the country and not have to deal with Thanksgiving at all. Um, which is uh, because it was, uh, it, it also is, Christmas begins with a vengeance. And after you're finished with the, the, um, by the end of the football games, you know, the three of them, you've been so inundated with Christmas shit that you were, you feel like it's been Christmas for nine months. It's already been Christmas for two months. You know, we they, they basically, it's lucky that, uh, that they allow uh, Halloween to even breathe anymore. Um, and, uh, so it was great to get away because it made it, it made Christmas seem a little more normal. I mean, like, it already is once Thanksgiving, you know, if you just took Thanksgiving out of the equation, you'd still, they'd be going on for 25 days. It doesn't, it's, you know, they can't pound us enough. And so get out there, shop, 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 because it's important that we all buy a lot of things. It'll be interesting to see if what that has to do with inflation or if inflation affects it or, uh, and where inflation is now, because now they're saying it's over, but there'll be a recession, but who knows, and ha ha, they just continue to uh, honk and quack, and uh, and I'm sure that uh, Congress will really get us back on track. Now that the Republicans have won, uh, they're really going to be able to, uh, to to get things rolling in the House of Representatives, and they've already started. They're going to go after Hunter Biden, who it turns out, which is fine. I don't give a shit um, if they do or they don't, but uh, there are other things that need to be done, and besides that, I think that he's already being investigated in the court system, and it's just a matter of moments, I believe, until his ass is uh, brought into uh, a trial somewhere. So why, why waste the time there, okay?
What, what, what does Congress need to do with that? Go, please, please, Republicans, try to try to try to work. Let's work on stuff. Both you, not only the Republicans, the Democrats. Let's let's try to get shit done. Please, for us, the American people. You know, it's kind of a happy Thanksgiving message to give us thanks for living in a democracy where where things get done. That would be exciting. It'd be nice to show the rest of the world. Because part of the problem, I think, when with democracy here is, is that since we don't seem to get anything done, the rest of the world goes, really, fucking why? And so, uh, so there's why uh, oligarchs continue to pop up. And, uh, and I'm, I'm a, you know, and, and, and meanwhile, Kim Jong-un is getting ready to fire missiles. He's, he's shooting them off like there's no tomorrow. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What a delightful time of year. I kind of got off track there, but this year uh, we won't be going uh, overseas due to unforeseen circumstances. Uh, we made the decision to head up to Vermont. So we'll be right here in the United States. And Vermont, which is kind of a very Christmassy, Thanksgiving place, even if it has a socialist um, senator, uh, Bernie Sanders, who uh, and, and, and socialists celebrate Christmas, so probably... Many, I'm sure there's folks out there who don't believe that, that 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 that's part of the deal, that socialism will be will bring an end to Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, but we're heading there, and so I will be up to my. I'll be puking Christmas uh, by the time I uh, get back and hit the road again. It will feel like I'm in Christmas prison, uh, having already put myself in in the chains by staying here in the country, but. Um, it'll be, it'll be nice. Cause it's, uh, it is quite beautiful up there and, uh, I need this break. Um, it, and I need to break the last 10 days were, were really, uh, great, but really, uh, one of those one things after another, I got to do the daily show again, Trevor's last daily show. And if you've not seen it, I have to say, um, I think you can find it on my website. Uh, and, um, and certainly find it at the daily shows website and, uh, I was really pleased it came out, I thought, quite well. And I'm, I usually don't uh, toot my horn about uh, those those things, but that, that one <laughs> I was pretty well pleased with. And um, I also, uh, just in terms of I was talking about giving money to organizations, and it's, and it's not a, a, a ton required, but I just uh, went to a benefit in uh, Maryland, in Bethesda, Maryland, um, for an organization run by my good friend, uh, Rich Mattingly, uh, who I worked with, uh, who was at the, uh, the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation for a number, a number of years. And uh, he had gotten me involved with that. And now has started a, a new organization, uh, the Love You Project. And um, it's really quite uh, remarkable. And uh, if you go, it's L-U-V, uh, U uh, project, L U V, the letter U project, and uh, they, they, um, the the reason behind it is to try to uh, deal with um, mental health in the workplace, uh, and its timing couldn't be better, and the work that's being done there is extraordinary, and. Uh, I'd like to be able to explain it to you at this point, but I will at some time. Um, but if you would look it up, 
uh, it'll give you a really uh, much clearer idea. Um, they uh, awarded a, a, a kind of a, um, a well, kind of a Pulitzer for uh, this. They do that each year for, uh, and it's only been, I guess, in existence um, six or six years or so, seven maybe, and uh, they award. Uh, what in essence is a Pulitzer Prize for writing about mental health in the workplace. And uh, this year's award um, went to Christina Carson, who um, writes for the New York Times. She wrote about uh, how the pandemic affected mental health, um, especially uh, among black teenagers. And it, uh, uh, and it, they went, they, they read uh, and uh, have a panel and have a number of, uh, nominees and uh, she won and I congratulate her and I was lucky enough to meet her and get a, a little time to chat with her. Um, and it is good that we have a, an organization like this working in concert uh, with um, or consort with um, not sure which is correct and I'm not going to look it up right now <laughs> with um, it, I think it's consort with uh, um, the uh, Johns Hopkins University, uh, the the Bloomberg Public Health Division, there the public health department, and um, in which they've established a, a mental health uh, department and program, and that is be beginning to grow. So they really have uh, really have do doing a number of things that are, are quite remarkable, and they've given awards this year to to places like the Nashville Public Schools and. Um, to uh, uh, it was the um, in the University of Virginia, uh, and there was another group uh, that um, that do the do really important work to be sure that those who uh, uh, the that, that their the employees are um, uh, that they're that they're they're watched over that their mental health is a concern, is as important as their physical health. And uh, we may, with with groups like that and with uh, a little more focus and attention on our part, maybe, maybe we'll deal with mental and physical health in this country and make it possible for people to really live without having to pay millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars in order to be healthy. Um, also, the uh, Kurt Vonnegut Museum and Library, I'd asked for money, and I've kind of waited a little bit, but I'm asking for money again. Uh, whatever you can give, uh, you can go to the uh, um, Kickstarter that we're doing. Uh, so if you go to the, uh, if you go to Kickstarter and look up the uh, Kurt Vonnegut Museum and Library's uh, uh, new, um, new fundraiser, which is to try to uh, really show the role of education, um, in the country and, uh, and Kurt Vonnegut's, uh, belief in how important it is. And I certainly have that belief and, uh, and also, uh, to help deal with the problem we've got in this country with idiots banning books, which is insane. And I don't care. And there's no, no, I don't even want to argue. There's no argument. Um, so I, I will ask you, uh, I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there. Uh, it, Lord knows you all have a ton of things that, um, are important and near to dear to you. And if not, these are two important um, organizations that, um, uh, you know, and after giving uh, God knows how much money 
many of you gave to all sorts of folks running for office, you know, asking for this is uh, a little much, but I think it goes uh, a much longer way unless the person you gave money to won. Uh, I gave some money away, and it usually is the kiss of death <laughs> for that candidate. And um, and so um, that's really what I got today. You know, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to get a, get a haircut eventually, and I'm going to try to stay warm. And I'm wishing you a, a, a wonderful Thanksgiving and hopefully a better one than you've had that your family has calmed down and you actually can go home and share a reality together. Because that'd be nice. That's what I would wish for. Um, you know, world peace would be something, but just, uh, I think even, uh, you know, near and dear to my heart is uh, right now is that uh, it would help the, uh, you know, getting to, to world peace would be uh, that kind of joining together of, um, of, of the realities that are out there. That we have to really stop this madness. When people make shit up and it is not true, we have to. And if Twitter wants to produce this stuff and get it out there, it has to be just, no, this isn't real. Here's what's real. Try to get on board with it, um, or we're not going to move forward. We have to find a reality together. We really do. I mean, it's it makes it makes doing stand up tough at times. It's not not just a question of those folks who are too woke for stand up and those folks who are too uh, you know reactionary, uh, too conservative for stand up. Uh, it really is. Uh, it's a matter of um, what allows stand-up to, to flourish is a shared reality. And if you don't, then the ball game's over. No laughs. So that's it from here. That's all I got. Um, I think I'm ready for a, a break. <laughs> or a nervous breakdown, whichever comes first. Um, uh, I want to thank you again for all the kind words that you sent in about my my mom and what she meant to you. And, um, it meant a lot of, to me to hear them. And, uh, I need to just take a little time off to reflect and, uh, and eat some fatty foods. Yes, siree. And maybe a little wine and a, a couple of maybe, uh, maybe, a maybe a few mixed drinks. Uh, and, uh, cause it's, it's that time of year when we, when we indulge. But uh, I'm, I'm rattling on because I really hate to leave you and I don't know what to say. Now, I, the, the rants this week, I think you'll enjoy them. They come to us from the good folks in New Jersey, in Englewood, from the Bergen Pack, uh, the Performing Arts Center, and uh, also from uh, New Brunswick, uh, an old stomping ground of, of mine. Uh, and they... Uh, there it's the uh, uh, State Theater. We're next door. They did the uh, One Slight Hitch at the George Street Theater and uh, uh, the Incredible Destination Dogs with some of my favorite hot dogs down the street. If you ever get to uh, New Brunswick, you're just looking for a kind of a, if you're a hot dog fanatic, it's 
a short train right out of New York. So if you've ever come here, you go, fuck, I have to have a great hot dog. That's where you're going to want to go. It started as a small little place that I would go to that was a hole in the wall while they were doing my play there a number of years ago. And is now really um, boomed into a place with a bar and a couple of floors. Uh, 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 and um, it's, it's really quite something. So please enjoy if you, if you can, if you can enjoy, if, please enjoy um, what the good folks in New Jersey had to rant about. It was my pleasure to read them, and as always, it's been my pleasure to spend time with you. Wishing you a lovely Thanksgiving, uh, and hopefully a fun family one. It's kind of like something new. No arguments, just the joy of being together. And uh, in... in and to come out without any COVID and no, and no COVID, no jackasses. That's the Thanksgiving I wish for you. Um, take care of each other. Um, that's what we're here for. I mean, that's what I believe. Thank you again. And uh, here comes Christmas. <laughs> Get out of its way. It's coming like a freight. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We are at the uh, State Theater in what has become uh, the beautiful New Brunswick, New Jersey. When I first started working in New Brunswick, whoo, <laughs> We could have, uh, I could have taken footage of this area, and and I can guarantee we'd have no immigration problem. <laughs> uh, and I've been, I, and this is years ago. Uh, I have a, a, a very a, a soft spot in my heart for New Brunswick because a, um, I, I, I became a better comic because of the Stress Factory, which is down the street from here. And for those who are watching, or if you're ever in the area of New Brunswick, go to see whoever Vinnie Brand is putting, uh, who's ever performing at the, the Stress Factory. He put he put people on that were at the time really, and I'm and I'm I'm tooting my own horn in a sense, but he put on comics that I really 
uh, loved, and um, and it took a lot of courage at that point because people didn't know us, and uh, and it was a great room to work because you that audience just like just fucking come out, just like fuck you. You'd walk on stage, eat shit, die, god damn it. Really, you're from New York? Fucking suck on this. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and I became a better comic because you would go into that room and you'd have to be able to take that stage and put them in their place and, uh, and really nail them. And, it, and I went there time after time and I got better and better and better. And, uh, um, and then I was lucky enough next door, it was the George Street Theater and they produced um, my play, One Slight Hitch. And then, uh, and, then, uh, and then during that time, and I went down there today, and I, I said it the last time, I'll say it again, this is a place called Destination Dogs. And, uh, and those of you who didn't applaud, unless you're a vegetarian, you, you fucking go there. They make, I mean, I, I had uh, some hot dogs today that were spectacular. It's not just a hot dog place. It's, it, it's a, just a delight. Uh, and they put sh shit on that bun. They got a great bun and they put, they pile shit on top of it. It's like a treasure trove, every hot dog. And I was lucky enough from the beginning when I went in and it was just a little kind of a hole in the wall and they were just starting out. And I, and I found out about it and I raced down, we were doing the show over there and I said, I'm gonna fucking bring back all the dogs I can. And, and we started kind of eating down there and now I'm thrilled, I was thrilled to go down there today and they've uh, they blossomed into this uh, really great operation and it was, it was great to see and it's that whole thing of, that whole idea of what, what we're about when it works is somebody starts a business and the business grows and it's really a great room and it's got, they've got a bar now. It's a, it's a good thing I'm getting out of here. And, uh, and they do great work. So it's, it's great to be back in New Brunswick. So thank you. So this is from uh, Dan, New Jersey transit rider. Uh-oh. It's just, oh no, this thing just dropped dead. Oh, you fucking prick. Oh, then? Oh, jeez. It's got, oh no. Oh, we are fucked. God damn it. I can't fucking believe this. Son of a bitch. Oh, fuck. Fuck you, Apple. Fuck you, you energy-draining son of a bitch. It died. Wow. It went out again. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm going after Apple. Um, it, it died again, Ben. There's no uh, nothing we can... Is there a plug or something? All right. Uh, I, uh, once upon a time. <laughs> do you have any questions? How about live rants from anyone here? I'm not going to have them stand up and do live rants. Yeah, no, it's, that's asking for trouble. <laughs> For those of you in the back, she wanted people to do live rants. 
uh, standing up just where they were sitting and uh, it's, I've got to have some control, okay? It, it, the idea that I always had about doing this in the beginning was to not do it with the good folks of Apple, uh, but, um, but to have, have the audience ask, or ask the questions and stuff. And we came up with this, which has worked until New Brunswick. Uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, oh. This is uh, Ben Brewer, by the way. Yeah. Uh, tech genius. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he works for Apple. <laughs> okay. Right, I'm going to move this over a little. And those of you watching at home, if, it's, if you only see a third of me, you're lucky you see fucking anything. Okay? And then we're going to go. And let's see what happens again. Then, then you hit that, you fuckers. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm just, I cannot wait. I, every time I see that fuck, and then you got a new phone. Fuck you and your phone. <laughs> what I do is, is, and it's what I should have explained, is I have an Apple, I have a, an Apple computer, which I never have liked, uh, and uh, an Android phone, because I've split, I split the punishment. <laughs> This is from Dan, the New Jersey Transit rider. Thank you, Dan. Public transit, specifically New fucking Jersey fucking transit. What the fuck? I don't know where to fucking start. Neither do the trains. It's just some rails and people who ride them. Does that have to be so fucking hard? Damn it. Ten trains were late just in the time it took me to write this. Fuck. Eleven. Joshua Weinstein, why can I literally drive from New Jersey to Alaska and only pay one toll? But from New Jersey to New York City, there are $50 in tolls. Uh, here's Joshua, that's pretty easy. Uh, you're going to Alaska, okay? You a little cold here, you a little nippy fuck today? That's why. But now, you can, I can guarantee you this, throughout some of those states, they now have uh, come up with private toll roads. So good luck with your concept. Uh, Joel Snitzer, I love this one. To this day, I will never understand my non-Jewish friends from fifth grade till now, who always asked and continue to ask us during Passover. So Joel, are you happy you'll get to eat matzah again? <laughs> happy? Happy, who could possibly be happy to eat what is essentially the devil's cracker? It is without a doubt the most bland, dry, tasteless thing I've ever had to stomach. And I've made the mistake of changing the channel to C-SPAN. Oh, but Joel, you can flavor it with butter or peanuts or oh, peanut butter or all sorts of things. Yeah, because otherwise it tastes like absolute shit. I get that we're eating it to remember what our people went through, but they didn't have a choice. We're not slaves anymore, so if anything, we should be eating extra leavened bread so we never have to eat that nasty shit ever again.
It is. That shit is awful. That's about when I was 21, I stopped that. Are you, are you just getting matzo this week? No. No. Liz Dempsey, I pick up shit for a living. Yep, that's what I do. I've been in a biz for myself doing this work, picking up shit for 10 years, and it pays. I even picked up shit during the pandemic. Why? Because everyone who didn't already have a dog got a dog, so now there's a lot more shit. <laughs> and honestly, less people picking it up. Anyway, if I had to say one thing about picking up shit, it's that I get to be outside with dogs who are the best. And I also pick up all the other shit you people leave around town. It's never ending. So Jersey, please pick up your shit. <laughs> Leonor Baranowski can, can't get Taylor Swift ticks. Ticketmaster sucks. Ticket that it took to this point for fucking Ticketmaster to get nailed. And then I don't even think they'll end up having to deal with it. It's the biggest scam ever. They fucking, I've had people who've ended up being driven to other sites. They go to Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster drives them to another site where they have to pay more for the ticket that they shouldn't have to pay. It's fucking astonishing. It is from the moment they started doing this shit, 20 years ago, um, uh, Pearl Jam, uh, along with a number of other bands and, and, and comics, including myself, tried to get out of uh, dealing with Ticketmaster because it, it was bullshit. And it has been bullshit. And it's fucking, the, 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 you know, Live Nation, they allowed Live Nation, who produces a ton of stuff throughout the country, to buy Ticketmaster, which means that the people who are doing the fucking production are selling you the tickets. Well, fuck you, that's called a monopoly. It's not tough. And we've got to stop, the, and now they're going to, now we're going to deal with it. Fuck you. <laughs> but let's see if they deal with it. It's unbelievable. I have a thing, a thing called the Fuck You Fan Club, okay? So if you know people, I mean it. And we had to set it up so that people could get the tickets in the first five to ten rows and not have to go through that kind of bullshit and can talk to a human being. I'm going to end with this because it's really uh, well put. And it comes... Uh, and it, it, it's, about our, uh, 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 it's about our election. It's from Brian Brown. Uh, Dear Mr. Black, I hope you are well. Writing to you from Australia, where world news fucking depresses most of us here. We are fucking brilliant at swearing here, but we pale in comparison to the cock-sucking arseholes we see on the news from the United States. <laughs> We have compulsory voting here, and every last motherfucking one of us votes. We get free medical care, free-ish education, and a livable minimum wage, in return for which we choose which fucking cunts will fuck us in the arse least. <laughs> but we aren't fucking cowardly bastard pricks who deny election results. We have our say at the polls, and that's fucking that. A winner? A loser. Corrupt fucking pricks go to jail. The end. Yeah. Again, hope you are well. 
regards Brian Brown. Regards to you, Brian. Regards to all of you who wrote in this evening. I'm sorry I couldn't read all of them, uh, but, but that's because that was a piece of shit. Um, I deeply appreciate you coming out and joining me here this evening. It's been a pleasure spending time with you in New Brunswick. Thank you for tuning in. Tomorrow night, we're going to be in Englewood, New Jersey. Uh, and get your rants in. Please have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. And if you can avoid your family, do it at all possible cost. Take care of each other. It's been a privilege and a pleasure performing for you. We are at the newly renovated Bergen Performing Arts Center in uh, Englewood, New Jersey. And, uh, and we are spitting distance from New York. We literally are, and I'm, it's very exciting because I get to go home after the show as opposed to, <laughs> to, to wandering into a residence inn. Uh, so um, it's really, it's it. And I would say, if you're coming to New York City, I w as, as much as Englewood is a delightful little community, no need to visit. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. They, and they're going to be happy you didn't because you're just going to fucking make traffic and do shit. And, and then they'll go, God damn it, look at those tourist fucks. <laughs> so this is from Robert L. He's here tonight. The holidays are upon us. I dread this time of year. I, I, I hate Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then a week later, the New Year's. We always have to do something for New Year's. A week later, my wife's birthday. Then in April, our anniversary, I'm fucked. I mean, for about half the year, I'm broke. Fuck me sideways with a semi using no lube. I must be a closet masochist to put up with this financial suicide each and every year. Not just one or two years, but 18 years and counting. He also later on said that he forgot to put in Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that Valentine's Day is really, it's like six weeks after Christmas. Fuck you. Seriously, you didn't get enough shit? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Save it for the spring, okay? Not in February during the height of flu season. John Johnson? The air is different in the I'm too sh cheap to pay to sit downstairs back row. That was very good, John. And they're not laughing at a lot of stuff now. They're tuckered out. That was very good. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with that. Thank you. Carla Blanco, my husband, is way too annoying. He needs to go to bed. And she's here. So that was going to be a fun ride home for both of them. This is, I, this is Frank Venezia. I'm taking a guess. The state of New Jersey. Tax on tax and tax. The governor got a new hairdo. Now he looks like a lipless squirrel. <laughs> he does. He fucking, I'm glad you nailed that because I was trying to figure it out the other day. <laughs> Alyssa Schlossberg, who's in the audience, just wonderful. You insist we turn off our fucking phones and we actually listen. My students can't seem to fathom the idea of being without this damn toy. It's a giant game of tug of war, constant arguments such as the fucking scenario of what if there's an emergency and my mom needs to get me? 
hook, or you can't take my personal property, or my fucking favorite, I don't have to listen to you since I pay your salary. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why you don't give guns to teachers. Really, kid? I don't think your fucking hands pay those property tax dollars. And if I were to tell the students to put the fucking phone away, I would most likely lose my cushy's teaching job. So the real lesson here is, well, what I got out of it is, is that you can come help teach my class, and while you're doing so, you can tell them all to put their fucking phones away. This is Devin Liffey. Fuck the Staten Island Ferry. <laughs> I really should end there. Um, I really don't understand why there's such strict safety procedures for people who bring bikes and scooters onto the ferry. Every morning I ride my scooter over to the ferry, and when I get there, I have to get sniffed by a stupid fucking dog. For what? What are they sniffing for? Bombs? Give me a fucking break! Why would someone on a bike be more likely to have a bomb than someone who enters the ferry upstairs with no bikes? Are there statistics on this? They don't smell everyone up there. They don't smell anyone who walks in with a bag or a backpack. I'm not some fucking Al-Qaeda member, but that seems like the most optimal place to put one but they have to smell my scooter in my backpack every fucking time. And going home is worse. Half the time the security guard with the dog is off taking the dog for a walk or some other shit, and everyone has to stand around and wait, and then he'll get right back before the ferry is boarding and rush through eight people. Just walking the dog through the crowd, and it's not smelling anyone. Jesus fucking Christ, it's redundant. I almost hope someone does sink this stupid fucking boat with no one on board except for the security guards. <laughs> Anyways, after we get past the idiot guard, we have to walk all the way to the boat, which is conveniently located all the way at the other end of the docks, okay? The docks you board at the lower level of the ferry go from three to six, uh, six being the closest to the entrance exit, and three being a hundred fucking yards away. You know how much it boils my blood that I have to walk my scooter instead of riding it? I know how irrational it is to be upset about it, but it does make a difference. I get that bikes are hard to dismount, so it makes a little sense that they shouldn't be riding down there. But a scooter is so easy to hop off of, and I can go slow. You are losing your mind here. <laughs> I'm not speed racing through the terminal at five fucking miles per hour. After a long day at work, my feet hurt, and the last thing I want to do is walk. But no, I have to walk all the way from Guam, because they want to dock the boat at the last spot. And then you walk past the other docks, and they're empty. Like, really? What a bunch of cunts. I often think about tripping on purpose and making a big show of it and suing the city, forcing them to change their rules. So once again, fuck the Staten Island Ferry. But hey, at least it's free, right? <laughs> this came in last night, and uh, 
Uh, I've saved it for tonight because it's, uh, it's one of these great, there's two great closing pieces and this was one of them. This is Darnell Lee. Lewis, my wife is one of 10 children. She has 245 nieces and nephews. <laughs> I would like to warn all my fellow Americans that if you marry someone from another country and culture and your in-laws uh, task you with watching a colony of nieces and nephews at the pool, you better be multi-fucking ethnically sure you know what those little sons of bitches look like when they're wet. <laughs> That's multi-ethnic training for a business near you. Picture it. Me, a black man from Louisiana, trying to positively identify eight miniature drenched from head to toe Kim Jong-uns. I never fucking understood how people couldn't tell black people apart. Well, fuck, I get it now. As, as we head into Thanksgiving, and the closer this evening comes from Mildred Ellison, who was uh, a very funny writer who's been sending in a lot of stuff from the very, very first time that I started doing these rant casts uh, quite some time ago. Um, and she's, she's quite good at this. And uh, this is, uh, with Thanksgiving past approaching, a word of advice, never, ever tell anyone who asks, you don't have plans. It's a huge fucking trap and a one-way invitation to someone else's annual nightmare. <laughs> Arriving at the time they told you to arrive, only to hear the turkey's got two more hours in the oven. So you're stuck sitting on an ancient Naugahyde couch, watching Plymouth Adventure, missing the football games, trying to figure out how to dump the glass of Lancer's Rosé. God, I haven't heard that, wow, in a hundred years. Of Lancer's Rosé, the host shoved in your hand as the cat barfs a steamy hairball on your shoe and grandma threatens to shit in the turkey if they don't change the goddamn channel to Judge Judy. <laughs> Ghastly food that the fucking Donner party wouldn't touch. <laughs> Brussels sprouts, squishy soft as Harvey Weinstein's balls. <laughs> Smothered in gooey hot Velveeta, looking more like a jaundiced Donkey ejaculated than any cheese known to mankind. Yeah, go, yeah, whine about that. We're in New Jersey, you bucks. Are you kidding me? I thought of any group of people that will not whine while I'm reading this and be the good people of New Jersey. And now I gotta go back and tell people I was in Jersey tonight and some of them were whining. It's not supposed to occur. It's what we rely on from you fuckers. Son of a bitch. Unbelievable. The, the donkey ejaculation, it broke him. It broke him. That's all you gotta say. Somebody from Jersey starts giving you search, just go, hey, what about donkey ejaculation? 
they'll snap, they'll break in front of you. Beets, beets straight from the can, the little ridges still visible, wriggling like a bowl of beached eels on Aunt June's serving dish. Turkey, <laughs> turkey as dry as the Kalahari, covered in so much cranberry sauce, it looks like a Dateline murder scene. Inundated with stories about people you don't know and every illness and accident they've ever had. Big Bill spending the entire meal clackety-clack-clacking his false teeth. Little Bill's acid reflux issues. Every moment of Aunt Eunice's hip replacement operation. Complete with a DVD we can watch with the pie. And the unfortunate, the unsprung a leak adventures of Uncle Jack's colostomy bag at the captain's table on the last Princess Cruise. So, Holy fuck, if anyone asks, just fucking lie. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Have a great Thanksgiving, enjoy it. Watch football, take care of each other. Thanks for watching and we'll be back in a week. We'll be uh, coming your way then. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rant. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.